Welcome to the Tiffany Micah podcast. What we do here is build the belief in you to accomplish your dreams in your sport. I'll be your mentor and give you the skills, strategies and guidance to make it happen. Dream big, believe in you and go after your dreams. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey there, Tiff here from the Tiffany Micah podcast. Welcome to the Tiffany Micah podcast. I know I haven't recorded much lately over the last number of months. It's been crazy busy in my golf teaching world um, and I haven't had an opportunity to, to get these episodes out to you as, as I originally planned. I am still your mentor. I still want to help you accomplish your big dreams in your sport. So uh, bear with me and stay with me and I can help show you and build confidence in you in uh, what you want to accomplish in your sport. So I am still here for for, for you and um, and here to help you in any way that I can. So what I want to be talking to you about today, and because it's still early in the year, even though that if if you listen to these episodes later in the year too, this is all designed to help you perform better and understand your sport better so that you can play better when you when you're competing in your sport um so like i said if it doesn't matter if you listen to it beginning of the year or mid-year or towards the end of the year these areas will really help you now i've got another podcast that i call golf talk with tiff and i talk a lot obviously about golfing that because that's my uh, one of my areas of expertise other than tennis tennis is another area of my expertise if you don't know my background i um was a tennis player and uh, um, pursued a professional tennis career in my late teens, early 20s. And um, so I do know quite a lot about the tennis aspects of it. Uh, played sport my whole entire life and continue to do that even to this very day. But I took up golf later in my 30s and I've uh, been teaching golf probably for the last 12, 13, 14 years, somewhere around there. Um, so I really enjoy that too. But I also create these podcast episodes because I want to help you accomplish what it is that you want to accomplish in your sport. So even though my knowledge around other sports is not going to be as good as the golf and tennis, so um, I will refer back to those a bit more often than, than other sports. I will try and adapt it as much as I can to some other sports that I do know reasonably well, like swimming and soccer. Um, and then you can apply these also to your own sport. So when I'm setting examples and showing examples of other sports, that I'm talking about with regards to ways in which you can help yourself improve your performance. I want you to just think of, okay, how can I apply that to my sport? I'll give you some examples as best as I can um, so that you can work on adapting that. But um, just bear with me with when I talk about the sports that I know is and, and the reasons obviously that I do that is so that I can um, help that help you and relay the message to you of thinking about okay how can I apply this to my own game and my own sport okay so what we're going to be looking at today is ways in which you can improve in your sport. So whether it be golf, whether it be tennis, whether it be swimming, soccer, fighting, karate, you know, boxing, running, whatever your um, sport is, 
uh, how you can break it down and look at specific areas in your in your sport and then those areas in okay what is it and how is it that I can really improve on those so what I'm going to do here is I'm going to give you some examples in what I want you to be looking at and really stripping down the game and, and looking at it in in uh, you know really simple form so for example I use um, a few different sports as examples so you can you know get an idea of what I'm talking about so if we look at golf I'll start with the golf area first so if we look at golf and if you play um, most people have a, an idea about golf you tee off you know from the tee, tee area and you go down and you finish with a putt right? And you play down the fairway. So if we break the golf game down into four separate areas, like categories or sections, we've got our tee shot game, we've got our fairway game, we've got our approach game, which is approaching into the into the green, what we do, you would play there. And then we've also got our putting game. So we've broken it up into four separate areas. So what we then want to do with that, you know, if you're a golfer, then you want to be looking at your um, golf game, in in those areas so if you've got areas in which you've got your tee shot game um, that, that may be holding you back or or you're quite strong at we want to look at that if you've got areas in your fairway game like whether you're using your um, th- you know three wood five wood uh, hybrids irons whatever it is that you use in your fairway game uh, you want to be looking at that area your approach game is like you're you're pitching into the um, into the green um, really from 100 meters in is really where your pitching game really starts um, or your approach game really starts and you want to be looking at your you, whether it's be full swing from 100 meters, pitching, um, chipping, bunkers, all of that kind of areas, your approach game into the green. And then you've got your putting game, which is, you know, obviously your putting and, and how you're going to finish off. So you want to be looking at those areas. So then if we look at swimming, for example, so swimming, you've got your start area. Um, then you've got your, I think it's called break breakout Um which is you've got your start where you're diving off the blocks, you've got your breakout area or breakthrough area where you come up out of the water after you've dived in and you've come up out of the water. And then you've got your down the pool, what you do there. You've got your turn. If you're obviously doing a 100-meter race especially or, or more, you've got your turn, what you do for your turn. Then you've got your down the pool and then you've got your finish and how you finish. So, again, you're breaking it up into, into sections. We could think of soccer. That's another example. So you've got your kickoff. That's especially if you're playing in the centers and so on. But what happens in that? And looking at what your role is actually on the field, because there's lots of different positions that get played in soccer. So we want to be looking at those um, those things that you're doing on the field and what your role is. So what are those most important areas? So, you know, uh, for majority of the players on on there would obviously be passing, placement, dribbling, ball control. If you're a goalie, it's going to be different, you know, how you're catching, um, how you're getting ready, how you tackle, um, you know, uh, an oncoming player coming towards you. Um, same in, obviously, if you're not, you know a goal you want to also looking be, be looking at that tackling aspect as well of your game um 
but what is it that you've got to do? The goalie itself, you know, how are you going to kick the ball away from the goal um, when you've caught the ball? Um, your goal kicks, what you've got to do there and so on. So there's lots of different things. So I want you to be looking at what your role is on the field if you're a soccer player. Then uh, if you're a tennis player, again, uh, we want to be looking at specific areas. So we've got our service game area. We've got our return game. We've got our rally game. We've got our approach game. We want, uh, and we've got our net game as well. So we're breaking it down into specific areas in, in what we need to be looking at. So what I want you to be thinking of in your sport is we want to start giving them a rating out of five and what I mean by that is like one is like you're really confident with that specific area or um, sorry one if you're not confident with that specific area I don't know what I'm talking about there so one if you're not confident like you go to putty and five if you're super confident with that um, area as well okay so if you're super confident then that great that's a strength so you don't need to focus so much on that but those other areas where you're not so confident you may rate them as a one two three or four then these are some things that you can really be working on in improving so that you're actually performing better so for example like if you're a golfer and you your tee shot game if we look at that that's your start what do you do? Are you hitting straight ball? Are you going down the center of the fairway? Uh, are you feeling confident with the distance you're playing? All of those things. So you want to be looking at your tee shot area. Uh, what would you rate it as? Would you give it a one as in you're super, not very confident, you go to putty, or would you give it a five? Okay. And then you want to do the same with your um, fairway game. So what, whatever woods or irons or hybrids that you use down the fairway, what would you rate that as from one going to putty, five, very confident. Then your approach game, so that's your shots from 100 metres in. What would you rate it as, uh, one or five or somewhere in between? So that's your, your swings from 100 metres in, um, your pitching, your bunkers, and also your chipping. What would you rate those shots as? between one and five and then also your putting game and when you look at your putting game I want you to break down your putting game into areas such as uh, like your short putts which is about a meter then you've got your mid putts from two to seven meters and then you've got your um, uh, long putts which is 10 meters plus what would you rate them as from one to five and also reading the greens how do you go with that what would you rate yourself in in that area so that's something that you want to be doing if you're a golfer let's use yourself um, let's say you're a swimmer so remember if, if I'm not mentioning your sport just think about what your sport and how you could break them down into sections and make them work. So here's some examples with your swimming. So with your swimming, you start. So what is it that you've got to do if you start? Have you got to be have a very strong dive off? How are you going to actually dive? Do you need leg strength? Do you need to blast out of the blocks? Do you need to have a better reaction time off the blocks uh, when you're swimming. So I want you to be looking at that area. What would you rate it as between one and five? So remember one is not confident, go to putty. Five is super confident or really confident. And then you've got your, you know, two, three and four in between. Then you've got your breakout 
area. So uh, what you're doing between the start and the breakout. So you're going through the water. So you're underneath swimming under the water. Are you doing a dolphin kick? Are you streamlined? What do you do when you come out and you break above the water? What what would you rate that all that area as? Uh, that's really important. So rate that between one and five. Then your what you're doing down the pool. Are you uh, are you rhythmic? Have you got good strength? Are you strong? Are you grabbing the water? Uh, you know all of those things that you need to be doing down the pool. Breathing, everything. Are you rhythmic? What is it that you're doing down there? Would you be rating that? Uh, what would the rating be between one and five? Then you're going into your turn. So how are you going to go approach your turn? Are you going strong into the turn or weak into the turn? You hit the wall and then turn back out. Uh, are you strong off the off the wall when you're coming back out of the turn? So what would you rate that as between one and five? Again, going back down the pool, what kind of rhythm do you create? And then we look at the finish. So that's the next section. What would you do? Do you, the last 10 meters what have you got to do? Do you, do you have to grab more water? Do you have to string, swim faster? Do you have to grab, um, uh, and I say more water in the sense of going much quicker. Um, what is it that you need to do so that you've got a strong finish and what would you rate it as between one and five? So you can see how we've broken it up into sections. Again, let's look at soccer. So your role on the field, so what would you rate your passing as, your placement of the ball, the dribbling, the tackling, the ball control. Um, if you're a goalie, like you're catching, um, uh, you're kicking uh, versus a goal kick or when you've caught the ball and you're kicking it away to a player, your throws, um, even those players that, um, even your throw-ins and so on, how would you rate those between one and five? So you want to make sure that you're looking at those aspects of your game um, and then giving it a rating. And then we want to look at the tennis, another sport, right? So we've got our service game. What's your service game like? Are you in control of the point? Are you serving aces? Are you serving good, um, good strong sh- uh, serves down the center of the tee? Are you getting the ball to slice out wide or are you getting it to kick? Look at those areas. What would you rate it as uh, with your return game? How strong are you um, off both sides, your forehand, backhand returns uh, into the body serves? How strong are you in returning those? Are you getting deep shots past this, at least past the service line? Are you having angled returns? Are you having low returns? Look at that area. What would you rate it as as one to five? So you really want to break it down and really look at the game really well. Then your rally game, how would you rate that? I mean, majority of the time in in tennis especially is if you're really good at at the first four points, which is your serve and then your first shot on your return, you've set yourself up quite well. If you can get those areas right, especially those first four shots in the actual game of tennis, so you serve, your opponent returns, you hit your next shot, they return, you want to make sure that your serve and your return are so, so strong, okay? Very, very important parts in the game. Your rally game, 
you know, uh, are you moving well? Do you have solid forehand, backhands? What type of plays and routines have you got? How would you rate them between one and five? Your approach game, again, movement and forehand, backhand approaches. How would you, into the into the court, both cross court and down the line, how would you rate them? The placement, setting up for volleys, how would you rate them um, between one and five? Then you look at your net game. So what what's involved in your net game? Well, it's volleys, forehand, backhand volleys, uh, high forehand, high backhand volleys and, and smashes. So is your placement really good for those? Is your movement good? Um, how, how do you, are you a strong smasher? You know, is, is the placement good with that as well? Give it a rating from one to five. Okay. Now, once you've looked at your sport and you've broken it down into those sections, how would you then fix it? If those areas are then what you've identified, have problem areas or, or weaker parts of your, your game. Well, how you then want to look at it is go is okay. Well, I've identified that, for example, off swimming, my start is really weak. My reaction time is poor to the when the gun goes off, um, and I feel like my service, uh, my serve, my my dive into the pool is not streamlined enough. Uh, I need to make sure that I get out and I really work on just diving, diving in and, and getting stronger in the legs and getting more streamlined. Um, it could be an area in which you're going under the water to coming out, to breaking out of in, on top of the water, that underwater area. Do you need to be more streamlined? Does your dolphin kick need to be stronger? Um, you know, you're looking at those specific areas and when you identify them, then you can break them down and go, okay, well, that's an area that's being neglected. I need to make sure that I'm getting stronger at that. How am I going to do that? Do I need to get extra coaching on it? Do I need to get my coach to look at it? Do I need some one-on-one? Do I need to spend more time in the pool doing that rather than just swimming laps so that I can perform better when I when I swim? Also, the breakout, what you've got to do there. Down the pool, do you need good rhythm and and be um, breathing appropriately? What kind of stroke rhythm do you need to uh, create? How many strokes do you need to have uh, for that length of the pool and so on? Um, So you need to be looking at those areas. Your your turns, are you going into the turn strong and coming out strong? Uh, What's your turn actually like? Uh, do you work on your turns? If you don't, you need to make them stronger. Again, it's all about reducing the amount of time so that you're getting quicker in the pool. Um, even you back, you know, you return back down the pool, what you've got to do there, your rhythm, your breathing, and also how you finish, you know, especially the last 10 meters, 10 to 15 meters, what you've got to do there. Uh, do you increase the speed? Well, yeah, you do, but how are you going to do that? Is that an area that you need to get into the pool and really work on and and how strong and how hard are you going to touch the wall or what is it that you need to do to to swim in and and touch the wall? So again, so you're reducing time, okay? So that's um, areas in which you can look at in improving. So let's look at uh, the soccer aspect. Okay, so we've identified there's areas in your game, passing, uh, trapping, uh, tackling, placement, dribbling, ball control, whatever those areas need to be. And if you've, uh, if they're like a four or less, 
then those are the areas in which you need to be working on. So the question then is you have to ask yourself is, do I need to be spending more time on those areas? Do I need to be spending more time on how do I pass the ball and what part of the ball do I need to be actually kicking in order to get the pass that I need to get from left foot and right foot? Um, What kind of other maneuvers do I need to be doing? What kind of other ball control drills do I need to be doing? Um, What type of dribbling do I need to be doing? Do I need to... um, you know, do specific like basic dribbling drills? Do I need to advance it? What is it that I need to be doing? What part of the ball do I need to be using um, with my feet uh, when I'm dribbling? You know, all of those types of things that you want to be looking at so that you're looking at ways in which you can really improve what you need to be doing in your sport. The same with golf. We've got our tee shot game. We've got our fairway game we've got our approach game and and the the putting game what what areas in that you've identified in those uh areas sections do you need to be really really working on i I find like if you're a golfer especially putting and uh shots from 100 meters in are probably the most neglected areas and that's about 50 percent of your game whereas most people like to work on their tee shot because they think that's the thing that's going to set them up um, for success and yes it's 25% of your game and it does need a little bit of attention for sure you need to be able to place the ball well and that's what I would suggest especially with your driver is place it well so you can set yourself up for a good fairway uh, shot and then a really good shot and be very accurate into the green so you can get the ball as close to the hole as you can to finish it off so if you've not identified that there's areas in there that you need to be really focused on and um uh, need improvement go and do it the question then and it's like with, with swimming and, and soccer uh golf and i'll talk about tennis in a moment but uh, do you need to have lessons and, and extra coaching on those areas if the answer is yes do it okay don't waste your time or even if you jump on youtube and look at ways in which you can improve things. I still work on my tennis game. I've been playing tennis for many years, uh, well, you know, most of my life. But I'm taking it again a lot more seriously. I want to play a lot more tournaments again and, and go and compete in national and international events for my age group. And I always promised myself that when I got older that I would do that. And I feel ready and, and want to be able to do that. So uh, I'm you know, strip my game right back and I'm rebuilding it into a a better, stronger, stronger game than I've ever had. And I don't care how old I am. I just want to make sure that I do that so that I can improve and uh, do the work that I need to do. So I've identified, for example, in my serve, it's not as strong as I'd like it to be. Okay, so I've gone and stripped it right back, looked at a lot of what the um, pros are doing in their serves, uh, are there areas, and film my own uh, tennis serve. What is it that I need to be looking at to improve that? Okay, I've identified the areas. Now I'm spending a lot of time out on the court doing that. So yeah, I work. And I do a lot of uh, golf teaching and I do a bit of tennis coaching still. Um, so I find time I, and, uh, you know, I train at the gym and I want to improve my body and, and so that I'm performing better, just like you do, because there's all that other that we've got to do, the fitness aspect as well that we've got to be looking at in our game. So it's not just the sport itself. There's the fitness aspect, there's the mental aspect, and we'll get more into that over the time. But the point here I'm making to you is like you need to identify 
areas that are not as strong as you want them to be, then go and do the work, okay? So then if we look at the tennis area, so if your serve is not great, it's not strong, and and this is the best opportunity is you want to spend more time on getting your serve right because it's the point in which you can and the time in which you can control the point. So if you're controlling the point and you've got good serves, if you look at the pros when they're playing, they get a lot of free points when they've got a really strong serve because the player down the other end struggles to return and they hold their service games. That's showing you that's an area you really need to make sure that you get really good at. So get really good at that. The return game needs to be really good. So if that if you're struggling to get re- good returns back in the court and getting the depth in the court, well, that's an area you need to be focusing on. So how are you going to do that? We'll get someone to serve to you so you can just practice hitting back to specific parts of the court so you're working on getting the depth right. That's a really simple thing. Start looking at areas of the court that you need to make sure that you're playing the ball back to each time. Try different different shots and see what's more consistent for you that you can guarantee that you're going to get at least 80% of the returns back into play. What is it that you've got to do there? Look at that. Look at your rally game. Do you have, um, if that area is is neglected, and look, majority of the points played, you know, you're gonna, shots played in a point is probably going to be around about four, right? So around about the 90% sort of area is, is about four. And then there's, you know, smaller percentages where, you know, you're rallying for a longer period of time. And you see that um, on the tour as well. But look at your rally game. Is your movement good? Are you solid forehand and backhand? You know, uh, have you got some playing routines, um, point play routines in place that you can um, maneuver around the court so you can get the player to play the ball back to where you want the ball to come to? So what's your rally game like? Right, so you need to look at that area. If that's not, if you've rated that below five, then that's an area again you need to be focused on. Also, look at your approach game again. If you've rated it below four, the four and below, okay, that's an area in which you need to work on uh, approach shots down the line, approach approach, approach shots cross court. Uh, do you need to add drop shots in there as well? Uh, what is it, how is it you're going to set up the volley to come to you or a nice easy smash so you can put the ball away? You've got to be looking at that approach game. What is, how are you going to do that? And this is all geared around, okay, do you need to be working with a coach to improve these areas? Highly likely, yes. Okay, we all do at some point. Get, get that understanding. Really work on creating your game the way that you want to create your game so that you're setting yourself up for success. Your net game, uh, did you rate that below a four, four or less? Most people are not great at volleys these days. I find that most people are trying to play more from the back of the court. I think, again, it's an, a, a, un, a, a very neglected area. So get really solid with your forehand, backhand volleys, high forehand, high backhand volleys, placement, movement, cross-court forehand volleys, cross-court backhand volleys, down the line, everything. Get really good and solid at that so that you can place the ball exactly where you need it to be going. Place cones up, get a ball machine out, practice all those things. So, so important. And then you've got your smashes. If you don't know how to smash well, learn how to smash really well. Have a really strong smash. It it will give you lots of points to work with, especially if you're going to be moving that opposite, uh, your opposite player, 
the player that you're um, applying against uh, around the court so that you're setting um, opportunities up for you to get volleys and smashes so that you can just smash it away. So you need to be good at putting it away. You need to be good at applying it down the line, cross court, in the middle, um, getting the placement right and feeling really strong with that. So you can see how in what we need to be doing here is we need to make sure that we're getting our um, understanding of our sport and broken down into sections so that the awareness is there and then we can understand what we really need to be focused on. So I hope that makes sense to you. I hope you've got a lot of value out of what I shared with you today. So there's a bit of work that you need to be doing on that, but do it. Do the work. Understand and break your game down into sections that you can understand really well. I've thrown some things out there, what I see from other sports and also my expertise in in tennis and and golf. Um, But look at your sport. How can you break it down into sections Uh, And then what is it out of each section? How can you improve it and and get it to the area that it needs to be? Okay. So I want you to do that. Now, what I'd also love you to do is leave a comment down below wherever you hear this episode. I'd love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard. I'd really appreciate that. Um, And then what I want you to do is go out there and do the work, get this done, have this awareness And I want you to then dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams, do the work, have lots of fun doing it. And I'm always here for you um, that you can always bounce ideas off as well. So have an awesome day. Love to hear from you. Take care and talk soon. Before you go, do you want to build confidence, belief, strength and courage in you? to go after your big dreams in your life and in your sport? If you do, go to www.tiffany-mika.com and get a copy of my book, Focus, How to Reach Your Potential in Sport, Business and Life. I look forward to seeing you there. Dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams.